Hello! Welcome back, everyone. So this week, I love this conversation because I feel like it just ties into everything that we keep talking about, and that is how are you setting yourself apart from everyone else? How are you creating this experience for your client that just they can't get anywhere else, right? So like this conversation was awesome. I've been talking with Jillian Lachina. She is actually a stylist, a newer stylist um, for about three years behind the chair in one of our locations out in Sinking Spring, PA. And she really dives into what makes her connect with her clients and why it's so important to have that connection. And I love how she puts it and it's very simple and it's very professional. So I really feel like you guys are going to get a lot of value out of it. And, you know, think about what do you do that is different? You know, what are you doing with your clients that really just give them that feeling of, wow, I cannot wait to go back and see my stylist or my esthetician, my massage therapist, because they make me feel fill in the blank, right? So how do you want these people leaving, walking out the door? I want you to think about that. Like put yourself in their shoes. What's the experience that you consistently want to give them? So think about those things, listen in, and I know that you'll love it. Awesome. So thank you so much for doing this. I truly appreciate it. Um, Can you just take like a a couple of minutes and just introduce yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, my name is Jillian. I work at the Sinking Spring location at Lords and Ladies. Um, I've been with the company for about three years. Um, I do a lot of teaching to our newer stylists behind the chair. Um, and I do also educate for one of our product brands, Gold, which I'm super excited about. Um, so, yeah. That's awesome. I know. I love that. So you started. So let's go into that a little bit. So you started to be on the recruiting team, which I love. And you're just really great at connecting with students. And I think um, I think you kind of found your passion with that. Yes. You know, yeah, like teaching and speaking to them and kind of giving them a little taste of what you've gone through too. Mm -hmm. Um, So I love that you've taken that experience and went a little deeper and a little bit further. So can you go into that a little bit with gold? So it was crazy thinking I would have went down the teaching path. I look at myself like five years ago and if someone told me I had to get up in front of somebody and teach them something, I would have been like, heck no, you're crazy. That's not happening. Like my anxiety is going to completely take over. Like I would basically say I can't do it, but I feel like I got so out of my comfort zone. And for some reason, something just pushed me to do it and said, Hey, why not? Um, if I fail, I fail. I learn from it. And the first time I did it, I'll never forget when Jackie called me um, 
And I was literally still asleep. And she's like, I need you to be in Douglasville and teach this class. And I was on the spot. I had no clue this class was even a thing. And she's like, just be yourself, you know, just get in there and just teach them, you know, about some products and how to do hair. And that was the start for me where I was anxious at the time, but I feel like I didn't really have time to think about it. So I love that. That was kind of the start with my teaching. And I feel like I, it really proved to myself that, you know, anxiety, you know, I'm not going to let anxiety take over um, how I feel. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go for it because why not? Oh, I love it. I love that. Yeah. Um, coming from a, a person that has a lot of anxiety all the time, <laughs> I, <laughs> I definitely, as I've gotten older, have learned to, um, control it. I think is a good word. Yes. It doesn't go away. Um, no. but yeah, I think you learn how to adapt and how to almost like, it's almost like a part of who I am. Right. And like, I feel, I feel you just kind of that's, that's, as you get older, you kind of just like, accept like this is part of me. This is who I am. And this is how I'm going to handle it when I, when things like that come up. So exactly. I, love I love that you, de- you just took that gamble though. And you took that chance. I mean, not many people would be like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to go do this. Yeah, I didn't even know like why. Like I don't know why I didn't like think about it and have any second thoughts, but the moment she called me, I was like, sure. Like I don't know, like that I would have never said that years ago. And I don't know what like light bulb went off or like switch or something, but that was just the start for the teaching journey for me. That's and so I feel like sometimes I'll still get a little nervous teaching, but I feel like it's like a good nervous. Cause like, obviously you don't know how the class is going to go, how the people are going to, you know, accept the knowledge that you were teaching them. But I feel like the unknown is kind of like a good feeling because you can kind of make it your own, which I think is really awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. I also feel like having that initial, oh my goodness, like that, that feeling of, um, I don't want to say like, am I going to be good enough for them? But I think a lot of those feelings come up in, a, in many different ways. And even when you're, I'm sure doing services on, on people or, you know, getting to know someone that you've never done before and just having that little bit of like anxiety and that nervousness. And I feel like that's good because it really puts you in a spot where you are kind of like, like really aware of your feelings and you're really aware of what you're about to say. And I feel like that's, that's kind of a good thing and, um, keeps you like on your toes and on your game. Yeah. So, um, so, okay. So I really want to dive into what I was just kind of speaking about and that is building relationships. So, I get the question a lot about how it's really hard for me to build, start building a relationship or start a conversation with someone. And so can you shine a light on that and how you have really come into this career and, and really have done that? 
I feel like with this career, even with coworkers, employees, I've been very open-minded. Um, sorry, there's a ambulance <laughs> driving past me. Um, I feel like I've been very open-minded mm -hmm. and just kind of diving into it and being a great listener. I feel like a lot of people talk too much and they don't listen enough. So I've really tried to like bite my tongue and listen to my clients, listen to my bosses, listen to my coworkers, listen to other teachers that are teaching me and, you know, trying to just keep an open mind and gain more knowledge. So I can also give that knowledge to girls that are getting on the chair or girls that are going um, to beauty school or are in beauty school currently. And, you know, just teaching them that it takes time and, you know, you got it if you put your mind down to it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what do you feel like the top three things you always keep in the back of your mind about, um, you know, starting to build relationships with clients? Um, stay open-minded, listen, like I said, and sorry. Okay. Do you... third... <laughs> what? Trying to think of the third one. Um, so stay open-minded, totally listen, fine. and be personal. Mm -hmm. You know, really, you know, be involved in your client's life, you know, tell them about yours too. Like your clients want to know like what you're up to, you know, ask mm -hmm. them how their family is, how's their kid doing in soccer, football, stuff like that. I feel like a lot of clients are like, wow, like she actually cares or, you know, wow, someone, you know, didn't ask me about how my son's game was or mm -hmm. so just really being personal and not just like so much of like a businesswoman or a businessman, you yeah. know, we obviously want to have that side, but we do want to have a soft side where clients are like, I love how she asks me about how's my day, how, how's my family and all of that. So I find that really close to my heart. And I think that's what helps me grow a relationship with my clients. Absolutely. It really, puts in perspective, the human side of you, just like I am, you know, I'm not any above anybody. I just am who I am. And, um, you know, and kind of like going through the same stuff. Like if you have a, a scenario where you can relate to your client, you know, oh my gosh, I've gone through that too. Or I just did that as well. You know, just connecting with them in, in those ways are just, that is awesome. I mean, what a great point. I love that you do try to stay at least personable in a, a professional way. I love that. Um, so with that, like, do you, is there anything that you feel like you try to stay away from in conversations when you're talking with clients? Um, not, not that much. I mean, obviously like some personal things like, you know, that involve kind of like dating or things like that. I kind of try and kind of shy away from that or um, just kind of things that are kind of, you know, not appropriate, I feel, but right. I feel like I'm pretty open when it comes to things. Um, and it also depends on like how they're asking me or what they're asking me. I feel yeah. like that's kind of in the moment type of thing. So Yeah. Nice. I love it. 
Um, so tell me a little bit about your social media in regards to all of this too, like client connection. So I feel like with my social media, I'm very diverse. I feel like a lot of girls behind the chair, they post like a lot of blondes or a lot of brunettes or a lot of fun colors. And I feel like with my social media, how I want it to be is I want someone to look at my page and be like, wow, she is teaching us about product. You know, what's new in the salon? Oh, she does blondes and she does brunettes. She does colorful hair. I want someone to come to me and be like, she can do it all. Mm. So that's one thing I've really grasped because I look at other girls page and I'm like, wow, like, oh, she did colorful hair here. Oh, she did a platinum blonde here. Oh, she did a blue black on some girl here. You know, just having that diversity. And I feel like that makes a lot of clients comfortable and knowing that if there's any color or style I want, she can do it. Oh, I love that. Um, so, and do you ever post anything, um, from your personal life, like once in a while? I do. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now I do my social medias. I do have them combined. Um, Mm -hmm. I do still try and keep it very professional. Mm -hmm. Um, I just personally like the two pages kind of like mixed instead of having separate. Um, I feel like it kind of gives your clients, you know, able to see how your work is behind the chair, but also being personal and showing them what you do outside of work. I feel like a lot of clients um, love that and love to see kind of what you're up to. Absolutely. I also think they connect with you more too. Like they, Absolutely. Just more, yeah, they just have this connection now. Like, oh my gosh, I just love seeing you and, you know, out and about and doing the things that you love to do. And I, I love, I love that conversation too, because I feel like, again, that just solidifies that connection that you're building. Um, so do you, have you gotten new clients from your social media and how do you go about with, um, that, starting that conversation? So I feel like I get a good amount from social media. I feel like I possibly could post hair a little bit more. Mm. Um, But I just have a lot of girls that are like, hey, like you did so-and-so's hair. Like, you know, I, you know, want to get blah, blah, blah. And I just kind of, you know, just dive in and, you know, just make them feel comfortable before they even sit in my chair, before they even come to the salon. And, you know, I ask a lot of questions, you know, what are you looking for? Um, And basically have a mini consultation over uh, Instagram or Facebook or Messenger or text, um, just so I kind of know what's going to be walking through the door. I don't just like throw in their face like, oh, what time are you available? Mm -hmm. I try to kind of get to know who they are and what they're seeking for in their appointment uh, that will be coming up. Oh, that's so good. So good. Um, So, you know, I love that a lot because when you do have her or him come into the salon, it isn't the first time you're meeting. It's like, no, it's kind of fun. Like, oh my gosh, we've been talking for so long and now we're connecting together. So I truly love it. Um, I was just having this conversation with Michael Cole the other day. So it's so funny that you're bringing it up it really ties together. Definitely. I mean, I just feel like this is totally the new, the new way of going about things um, in the social media, in our industry. Yeah, it's definitely taken off. 
Um, so tell me a little bit about like the importance of that consultation. Like, can we go a little deeper into that? I feel like with consultation, um, obviously you want to ask a lot of questions, you know, before the appointment really gets started, but also you have to be a great listener, like listen to them, you know, what they don't like about their hair, you know, what are their goals and really just understanding. And, you know, even if you have to go back to the color bar or uh, the front desk and just like write some bullet points, you know, of what they said and, you know, what are their issues? So you kind of keep that in the back of your mind and have like a little sheet on the side just to kind of keep yourself together. Um, so, you know, when they are processing, you know, Ooh, I checked this off, you know, this is how it's going to help her or, Ooh, I'm going to pull these products because this will help her with this issue or, yeah. So little things like that, I feel like mm -hmm. definitely help is definitely listening and just keeping track of, you know, the things that they're saying. I love it. Yeah. I mean, again, like it, it's all about the experience too, that you're giving in the client and listening is, is huge. I'm glad that you're really touching on that because I think that's really important for everyone to hear and listen to that piece. Um, no pun intended, but, um, but really being, being the person that's quiet and in the moment and not like really practice, not having your mind go to other places, really exactly. focus on what they're saying. Um, so I feel like there's, there's different parts to listening, you know, listening and not really be paying attention or, you know, maybe thinking about something else and you didn't quite hear what they said. So I think having that practice of, I need to be right here. I can't think of anything else right now. And I just need to listen to what they're saying. And I feel like that's huge. And I feel like once you start doing that, I feel like your consultation kind of just comes naturally, Yeah. you know, cause it's almost like you're, you're putting them on the spotlight to tell you almost what they want, what they want. Yeah. So then it kind of sets the tone for how you want to go with this conversation. Definitely. Definitely. I love it. Um, so, you know, when you are, I know that days can get a little bit hustly and bustly and, um, you know, you have those, those days where you're feeling like, oh my goodness, how do you, how do you handle that? Like, can you give that advice too, to, you know, I know that and what's really cool is like, I know that our newer generation coming in and even aesthetics and, you know, behind the chair, it's busy. It's so busy, you know, and it's kind of like this really cool thing that's happening in our industry, which has been absolutely amazing. So when you have that right away and you're out of school and you're having those big days, how do you, um, you know, go about handling those and like, what advice can you share? I feel like definitely just like taking a deep breath, you know, looking at your day um, before your day even starts and kind of plan out, um, you know, what products they bought before um, their past appointment. Um, just things like that, seeing how you can upsell things, how you can help your client, um, and with also, like I said before, about writing down some uh, 
stuff about the consultation, you know, look back on those notes and, you know, kind of reiterate them at this upcoming appointment. So they're like, oh, well, like you didn't forget about that. And that's on another level of being personal and kind of keeping tabs on your clients and what you guys talked about in your previous appointment. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. That's great advice. Um, And, you know, I think that you do this a lot and you do it very well. You slow down, even if it's, even if it's a busy time, like everything around you is really busy, but you really do take the, the time to slow down and still continue to be the same person as you were in the, in the beginning of the day to the end of the day. And I feel like that's huge. Exactly. I feel like you definitely need a reset like button to, you know, really gather yourself and Hey, if you're running 10 minutes behind, you know, just gather yourself, make sure, you know, you aren't rushed. So your clients don't feel like, you know, Mm -hmm. they're being rushed out the door. Um, So really just centering yourself and making sure you are performing the best service and quality service for your clients even though inside you may be a little shooken up and um, anxious or, you know, just overwhelmed, especially with the Christmas rush and holidays coming up. Um, just find your reset. Yeah. I love that too. I think that that's important. And your reset is something that's different for everybody. And yes. it could be, you know, it could just, it really could be anything. I mean, for me, I like to, I just like to hold my rings. It's something that's kind of really silly and crazy, but I just like hold on to it and just kind of like take a couple deep breaths and, and then move on to the next thing. And, you know, it's very important to hear this too. You can't bring what you just went through with the client before to the client next, you know, like you can't, you cannot continue to bring that energy to the next person, because I think that's really important also to, to hear and to learn it's hitting that reset is that that's what that's going to do is put you right back into the place where you began your day. And that's very important. Just like you're saying every single client, every single time. Yep. Perfect. I want to talk about some goals. I know that you're a big goal person and write things down. So I would love for you to kind of like share what your process is when you start thinking about your goals and maybe like, do you want to start from like when you first started behind the chair until now? I mean, there's so many things that you've gone through so many experiences that you've gone through. How do Mm -hmm. they evolve? So I feel like once I was in beauty school, you know, I kind of, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I kind of just went for it. Um, I went to beauty school when I was in high school. So I was like, Hey, I have the opportunity. My older sister, Gianna, she works at the sinking spring location. Also, she kind of inspired me to do it. I was kind of her Guinea pig when she was in beauty school and even when she was getting on the chair, I was her model, all that stuff. So I think Mm -hmm. she really inspired me to just, and can you hear me? I can. Okay. I don't know what happened. You're okay. All right. Um, So she really inspired me to just, just do it. You know, why not? You know, it's something at least underneath my belt that 
you know, I have. And once I finished like my first year of beauty school, I absolutely fell in love with it. And I just knew that's what I wanted to do. So that's so good. That's awesome. So tell me when you're, when you're coming out of school and you're starting to think about, all right, I got to start my career. What are the, what are the things that you started to think about? What are the goals that you wrote down for yourself? Um, I'd say just be more social and learn how to talk to people. Okay. So can you dive a little deeper into that? I love that. Like how to talk to people. So what helped you help? What helped you get past that? I feel like kind of just doing it, like being uncomfortable and realizing that I was uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and just doing it, you know, and If I am not that good at it at first with time, it will get better. Mm -hmm. And also writing down like, you know, what I could have said better, how I could have respond better, what verbiage I could have used. Um, So things like that, just really being mindful that as a person, you are going to grow and there are going to be some times where you feel like, oh, I could have said this better. You know, I could have done this better. But Mm -hmm that's the part of growth and, you know, growing as a person. It sure is. Absolutely. And I think that when you get to a space where you can really evaluate yourself like that and not be scared to evaluate yourself like that, or, you know, turn, turn your face to it. I mean, you are going, you are going places. If you can reset you can reevaluate. I think that's amazing in a positive way and moving forward. Love that. So tell me, what are your goals now, now that you have been behind the chair for a little while? Well, one of my goals is to travel, which I'm very fortunate to be traveling with our product line gold. So that's super exciting. Um, and I would just say, what are my goals would be, You know, just staying consistent and believing in myself that I can do hard things. And I noticed that, you know, as I'm growing, you know, things get a little bit more challenging and, you know, that's awesome. And it's just going to set you up for success for the upcoming challenge or obstacle that you'll be facing in the near future. Absolutely. You hit it. Absolutely. So when you um, are facing these things, do you feel as you continue to conquer and you move on to the next thing, are the, is that process a little bit easier each time? Um, yes, absolutely. Um, I do notice myself sometimes resorting back to me feeling like, oh, like, can I do this? Like, you know, kind of that anxiety kicking in a little bit, but just learning how to really control that feeling and Mm -hmm. understand that that feeling is okay and acknowledge that it's there. You know, it's a good feeling. Um, It's not, it doesn't feel great, but at the end, once you accomplish it, you're just like, wow, like I really thought I couldn't do it. And now look at me and I already did it, you know? And you're almost like, I almost want to do it again. You kind of get that adrenaline rush. So I'm I'm right there with you. I'm the same type of person. I just, um, once I 
once I have accomplished something, I will move on to the next thing. Like, it's funny, my dad and I talk about this a lot. Like he's very much the same way. So he, when he's doing something, he puts all of it into it. And, I, and it's all about that one thing. And then after you have accomplished it, you're like, okay, I got to move on to the next thing. And I just, I do love that chase. I love the the uncomfortable feeling. I love to challenge myself. It sounds like you do too, which is absolutely amazing. And like you said, acknowledge that feeling because you care. You wouldn't feel those feelings if you didn't care. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, being, being a little scared, being a little fearful of things is absolutely 100% normal. And it's, it's really just a feeling, you know, and it's, it's the choice. The choice is yours, really. Are you going to continue to feel that way in that moment? Or are you going to choose to get through it? You know, so I think that's, that's huge, too. Yeah, awesome. Um, So I just want to ask one more question. And I want to make it more personable. So tell us in your personal life, what are you up to and what are your goals there? Um, well, my goal is to get an apartment. So finally move out. Um, and, you know, do a lot of like self care, take care of myself, you know, go to the gym, be consistent, eat healthier. Um, and, you know, just building relationships with my family and friends and meet new people. And yeah, yeah, that's about it. I love it. It sounds so good. I mean, it's just, you're, you're in that time of your life where you should, you should just do everything that you want to do. Yeah. I think it's important. And I love that you're doing all the things that you want. You're really accomplishing so much. I'm so, so proud of you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for doing this with me. Gosh, no problem. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. And I hope that you have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye. Awesome. (laughs) Good job. No, that was good. Let me stop recording this. Oh my goodness, guys. So good, right? Oh my gosh. She is just the cutest and sweetest individual um, that I have ever met. Oh my gosh. She's just so great. She truly loves what she does behind the chair. And I have to say a lot of what she says and think about this. Last week we had Michael Cole on here. I want you to think about what did he say that really actually ties into what she's saying too. I mean, if you haven't picked up on it yet, I want you to go back and re-listen to those episodes because everything kind of builds up on each other and it really makes sense to me. So I think that, you know, you make it your own though. You make these experiences your own and you, you know, give those clients value in what you do every day. So I hope that you loved it and keep staying connected and have a great day.